0: Hey everyone, and welcome to the Planned, Prepped, and Productive podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Spackman, registered dietitian and mom of four, and believer in peaceful, easy, but also homemade family meals. On this podcast, I'm helping moms and parents master mealtime and become the bosses of their kitchen. As you do this, you'll find more peace in your meals through prep and planning. This is episode number 104 How to Store Produce So That It Lasts Forever. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast today. Um, I've got to be honest, I feel like this particular episode is long overdue. So we talk all about meal planning, meal prep, using the freezer to simplify meal time. Uh, we talk about that guilt we feel when our meal plan doesn't go as we plan and when we dump a bunch of wilty produce straight into the garbage. But what we have not talked about are the steps we can take to stretch that produce out just a bit longer. The steps that will allow life to happen because it does and it will, and still allow you to repurpose your veggies instead of throwing them away because you've stored them in a way that they will last as long as possible. The truth is, this topic is one that I hadn't really done my research on until now. I'd seen other people post tips and tricks, but I hadn't really tried any of them because it all seemed a little bit finicky or dramatic to, you know, like store my fruits and vegetables in new or fancy ways. So I didn't want my personal grocery put away experience to take hours. So I hadn't tried a lot of these things. Fun fact, my current grocery put away experience, that's what we're calling it, um, is actually quite long now that I've done the home edit on my house and that I'm storing my produce in different ways, but it's been totally worth it and hopefully i can convince you over the course of this episode that it would be totally worth it for you too. So, let's dive in. Here's why how you store your produce does matter. So, while storing your produce properly takes time and energy, it will save you time and money in the long run. Isn't it annoying that sometimes that it feels like every extra thing we don't want to do is that way right? It's going to save you time, it's going to save you money, it's going to make you better. So, adding this one extra thing to your life will save you time and money and be beneficial. So here's how that works. Making my produce last longer in the fridge means I'm not having to use the mental energy to buy things week after week. I don't have to be as vigilant about cleaning out my fridge because things are lasting longer. And I'm more likely to actually get to my produce because I have time. And many of the methods that we're going to talk about make the produce more accessible, make the produce more visible and less likely to get shoved to the back of the crisper drawer. Um, Most of these methods that I'm going to talk about, I am already using and I'm loving reaping the benefits. Some of the methods I'm talking about are new to me, um, but they're well documented in the world of the internet. And I will be sure to include links to those, um, especially to the methods that I'm not using regularly already. So let's dive into just a few principles of storing your produce. Um, As we move through this episode, I am going to dig into specifics, uh, but there's just some general things to know that can help you um, if you don't remember all of the specifics for a specific type of food, right? For almost all types of produce, proper storage comes down to one thing, and that is moisture. So it's all about properly managing moisture. So if you have too much moisture, your produce can rot too little and it gets all dried and shrivelly. I mean, really, it's kind of the same principle that applies to plants, right? Because your produce plants. So overwater your plants and you're going to get root rot underwater. They're going to dry out. So it's kind of the same thing with your produce, even though it's already off of the plant. Think of, So when you're thinking about how to store something and you're not quite sure, think about creating some sort of a moisture bubble This is going to work for most fruits and vegetables. There are exceptions like potatoes. But anyway, this is how a crisper drawer in your refrigerator works. By creating an area of the refrigerator with slightly higher humidity than the rest of the fridge by closing off a small area. Good news, the crisper drawer is actually still a good choice for a lot of your produce. So if you don't want to take all of this advice to heart you're going to be just fine storing a lot of things in your crisper drawer. Not everything needs a fancy tip or trick to live its best and longest lasting life. Okay, so those are the basics. Now, let's dig into our favorite produce and see what specific tips and tricks will work best for each type. The first one I want to tell you about is berries and fruit. And I'm kind of talking more about like free fruit, like grapes, berries, the things that you're eating kind of straight off the vine, not so much like oranges, bananas, things with a peel. Anyway, this is one of my favorite tricks that I have learned, one that I'm using every single time I go to the store now. Uh, you might have seen this on social media because this is a trick I've seen floating around, but that is to wash your berries, grapes, fruit in a vinegar wash. So I don't know about you, but strawberries and grapes seem to last like only days from when I purchase them. In fact, I started planning any meal that utilized strawberries in my meal plan at the beginning of the week, or I made a special trip to the grocery store to buy strawberries so that they wouldn't go bad. That's like so annoying, right? (laughs) That is until I learned this vinegar wash trick. So simply soak your fruit in a mixture of half a cup of white vinegar uh, with about four cups of cool water. I soak for about 15 minutes, rinse, and then let the fruit dry on a towel for 30 or so minutes before transferring uh, to a not too tightly packed airtight container. If you want your fruit to last even longer, you can add a dry paper towel to the bottom of your container to soak up any extra moisture that um, they'll let off over time. And as you use the berries, make sure you're discarding any rotten berries, grapes, whatever as you notice them. Um, this method has literally like changed strawberries for me. Like I used to like not even buy strawberries because of how annoying it was when they were going bad so quickly. But now they honestly last up to 2 weeks with this method, maybe even longer we've used them in the 2 week time frame generally speaking. Um instead of just days or sometimes one day when I was just sticking them in straight from the store before. Um grapes using this method taste crisp for more than a week after purchasing them. It's like straight up amazing. It's like magic. Just be sure with this method that the fruit is quite dry before you put it back into your fridge because too much moisture like we talked about before can cause them to get soggy or rot. But this method is amazing and you're going to love it. Next we're going to talk about potatoes and onions. So I feel like this one's fairly obvious and that more people know about this one what with like root cellars that were used for the sole purpose of storing root vegetables over the winter. So like a root cellar, potatoes and onions, like cool, dark locations. It may be tempting to store potatoes in the fridge, but in the fridge, the starch is converted to sugar because it's too cool, and this can create an undesirable flavor in your potatoes. My one exception to this rule is that if I've meal-prepped potatoes and I'm storing them in water, I've found that they're okay in the fridge for 24 to 48 hours before I need to cook them. Um, Another fun fact about potatoes and onions, even though they both like cool, dark spaces, you don't want to store them together. That is like touching one another. Um, The onions produce gases that cause the potatoes to ripen, which is also brought prematurely. I honestly don't have a great spot in my house that fits the bill for cool, dark and dry because I don't have a basement. So I store potatoes and onions in my dark pantry. It would be better if it were cooler, but they do okay. Um, I'm also careful to keep a smaller stock during the summer than during the winter because in the heat of the summer, my potatoes and onions are spoiling fast. All right, now let's talk about tomatoes. So is it just me that thought tomatoes were supposed to be stored in the refrigerator? I definitely did. Turns out that storing them in the fridge can diminish their flavor and make them mealy. So maybe this is why I didn't like tomatoes growing up. I don't know. I love them now. The exception to this rule would be homegrown tomatoes or farmer's market purchased tomatoes. Basically, any tomato that has ripened on the vine will do better in the refrigerator. Um, Most store-bought tomatoes are picked green so that they survive the transport and they uh, ripen kind of in that process. Um, I honestly don't totally get the why behind why I can put it in the fridge if it's been on if it's been ripened on the vine and why I shouldn't if it's from the store. Anyway, there is a whole long detailed article about this that I am linking. So if you are curious as to why, you can read more about that. Um, but for me, I just remember that letting them ripen on the counter uh, is better if I bought them at the store. Um, but if I am getting it out in my garden, it will be okay in the fridge for a few days. So that's just... What I'm taking from it, but that article is there if you want to learn more about it. All right. Fresh herbs are another thing that are notoriously annoying to store, am I right? So please tell me that I am not the only one who finds slimy cilantro in the back of my produce drawer from time to time, or like all the time, gross. I also feel like many times the cilantro is already looking sad within the week that I purchased it, similar to the strawberries that I talked about earlier. And that just won't do, right? So I've been loving storing my fresh herbs in water um, with a loose bag over the top. If you have some tall containers, you can also just put the lid on your container, but I just like to store them like in a regular cup. So I just put a Ziploc type bag over the top so that leaves don't dry out and the water helps to keep your herbs nice and fresh. Um, I've been having cilantro last two weeks or more with this method. So it's been really, really helpful. Okay, let's talk about bananas. So, we've all seen those cute little banana hangers. Is that necessary? Is that worth it? Um, if you're a banana lover, it might be. Hanging your bananas helps them to ripen more evenly, uh, where If you let them ripen just sitting on the counter, they can develop brown spots where they've been resting in the bowl or resting on the counter. Um, Another nice thing about a stand is that you can keep your bananas away from other fruits easily, since bananas are another fruit that are notorious for releasing gases that ripen other fruits much too quickly. Um, You can actually use this tip to your advantage if you want to quickly ripen something. So I'll do this like with avocados that are too hard, put them next to your bananas and they'll ripen up really quickly. So another fun tip that I learned in my banana research is that you can actually refrigerate bananas, which I have never refrigerated bananas. So I didn't really know that, Um, don't refrigerate them until they're ripened to your liking, but once they are ripe, you might be able to squeeze a few more good days out of them by refrigerating them at that point. Okay. Let's talk about leafy greens. Another thing that I'm notoriously throwing away, right? Um, So when you're storing greens, you want to find the right moisture balance. Greens, like romaine, can be prone to too much moisture when they're tightly packed, like when they haven't been um, broken apart yet. So like a whole head tends to go bad pretty quickly Um, to solve this problem, separate the leaves. I probably wouldn't cut them quite yet because that will kind of hasten them going bad, but just break them off of the um, head, wash the leaves, dry them, and then store in an airtight bag uh, with a paper towel, again, to absorb any unwanted moisture. If the leaves are already separate, like spinach or baby lettuce, something like that uh, just go ahead and wash and dry and then add in your paper towel and this should help them last longer a lot of lettuce that comes in the store like in the plastic containers is already stored in a way that's going to last pretty long they even have that little um, insert at the bottom It's similar to a paper towel catching moisture. So you can kind of replicate that same thing at home. You could also use uh, Tupperwares instead of uh, Ziploc bags. I just find that I don't usually have Tupperwares quite that big. So I tend to gravitate towards like a gallon bag, but either option would work. All right, let's talk about citrus. So I said that the crisper drawer is actually a good option for a lot of produce. And this is the case for citrus. The crisper drawer will keep your citrus good for a relatively long time. But if you do need it to last extra long, try storing it in an airtight container filled with water. Um, this method has been reported to keep lemons fresh for months. So I think that's pretty cool. Lemons and limes are something that I like to have on hand just because I do use them fairly frequently. But I feel like I don't use them consistently. Like there will be weeks when I don't use them at all and then I'll use a bunch in a week. So it would be a good option for me to have them stored in the fridge in a way that lasts a long time so that I can keep them on hand. So I thought that was a really cool tip. Okay, let's talk about apples now. So apples, like bananas and like onions and many other fruits and veggies, as we're learning, can cause other fruits and veggies to prematurely ripen. So because of this, you'll want to keep them separate from other produce. Apples like to be cool, but not freezing. So again, the crisper drawer is a good choice, but because you don't want to store them with other fruits and vegetables, this can be a tad inconvenient. Um, They will also store well in a cool room. Apples are actually pretty hardy and they last a long time, like even at room temperature or in less than ideal conditions. So consider your space needs when choosing how to store them because there's other produce that's going to be a lot pickier. Also keep in mind that apples that you purchase at the store may have already been stored for a long time. So if you really want your apples to last um, in storage, consider checking out your farmer's market or getting like a fresher variety because they might be able to store longer than apples that have already been stored um, before you purchase them. So that's just something to consider. All right, we're getting close friends. Let's talk about peaches and pears. So Pears and peaches are similar to bananas in that you'll want to let them ripen completely at room temperature or on your counter, but you can refrigerate them after they're ripened to your liking, um, and that will make them last a little bit longer than if you just leave them on the counter that whole time. If you want your fruit to ripen faster, we do this with pears all the time, try putting them together in a brown paper bag. So put all your pears together in a brown paper bag or all your peaches for like a day or so and they'll soften up and ripen. So it's a fun, useful tip. Okay, let's talk about... Carrots now. So carrots are another fairly easy and hearty vegetable to store. But for them to store their very best, don't peel them or wash them until you're ready to use them. And if you do want to meal prep them, because I meal prep carrots all the time, um, cut them up, um, the best way to keep them fresh is to store them in water and then in an airtight container. So I like to store them kind of the same way I would potatoes just submerged in water and they stay crisper that way and their color stays good and they don't shrivel or dry out. So that's how I store them after they've been cut. But carrots are a pretty easy one. All right. So while we're talking about carrots, let's talk about the other, like to call it like the soup vegetable. I feel like they're always starting out your soup. So we're going to talk about celery. Um, This is a fun tip that I haven't actually tried yet, but I'm excited to try. Um, Apparently, celery likes to be wrapped in tin foil. When you use this trick, it stops the fast ripening process that can happen, and your celery can last two to four weeks when stored this way. So I'm excited to test that out because celery is another thing that I always like to have on hand, but I use it somewhat variably. Okay, so we just got a few more. Let's talk about broccoli and peppers. These don't really go together, but the way they like to be stored does, so I put them together. Um, so broccoli and peppers both like circulation, why, which begs the question, why then does the bag broccoli comes in not have circulation? I don't know, but um, to keep broccoli fresh for longer, try storing it with the bag open or in like a mesh produce bag so that it can breathe. Um, pepper's... Also like circulation, once cut those, store peppers in an airtight container with a paper towel like we've talked about with a lot of our other produce. Okay, this is the last one I wanted to talk about, avocados. Avocados, like bananas, peaches, pears, they can be stored in the fridge once they are ripe to get them to last a few days longer. I also will sometimes like reverse this and I will store them in the fridge until I need them to ripen, then I'll pull them out to... Uh, get ripe. If you need them to ripen quickly, try putting them next to your bananas, apples, other fruit, and that will help them ripen up quickly. Um, And like I said, if they are already ripe, you can put them in the fridge to try to slow that down and get a few more days out of them. Um, That's it, my friends. I know we didn't cover every single kind of produce out there, but I did try to cover the most commonly encountered type of produce. If you have a question about something else, go ahead and send me a message and I will let you know if I have any tips and tricks for that particular produce item. Um, And yeah, like I said, this can seem like silly or overwhelming to put a lot of effort into thinking about how to store your produce, but it really has made a big difference in actually simplifying my life in my kitchen. Uh, Not to mention has released a lot of guilt for throwing things away uh that I purchased and that I wanted to use. Um, so it's kind of helped me actually um, follow through with some good intentions. So I hope it's been inspirational to you and that maybe you learned a thing or two um, about a certain kind of produce that you can start storing differently. Maybe there's one thing that you feel like you're always throwing away and you can just work on that particular item uh, in the future. So that's it my friends um next time on the podcast we're going to discuss high protein snack ideas so i have been trying to up my protein intake to complement my strength training routine and guys, it can be tough. (laughs) Even as a dietitian who knows all the protein things, it can be really tough. Um, protein is so important, whether you are training or not, um, and getting enough can be tricky. So I thought you might like a little deep dive into what I'm doing that actually works for me in a realistic way, in a way that makes sense for moms, makes sense for families. So that's what we're going to be talking about next time on the podcast. As always, thanks for tuning in. Until next time, happy planning.